Hey, Rock and Rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. We went on the road again. We did. Yeah, good. and this was a fun one. It was. It was a great road trip. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, we took the trip up to Kentucky for the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. We did. Us, and we actually took along Mead Man, too, which was fun. Yep. We had somebody to kind of keep us in control, I guess you could say. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, had a good time. Thanks to those folks for inviting us up, up there. We got to try so many things, talk to a lot of people. Let's let's chat about kind of what we yeah. did on that journey. Well, starting off... Well, we had my first liquor barn experience. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. We, we stopped up there. I, I I'd never been to one, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was like you know Walmart for yes alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's great. Then we went to Barrel, right? No, we went to Whiskey Row. We did. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we hit up uh, what Old Forester, mm-hmm. Michters, and Evan Williams. Yes, didn't score anything. No, we did not. Almost scored an Evan Williams twelve. Yes. But apparently you had you have in your to, hand. Yeah, apparently you have to be part of the tour to do that. Right. And we were not. No. But um then we went to the Barrel Craft Spirits grand opening. Yes, which the, was awesome. It's their new blending facility, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That was amazing. Yeah, got some got some a lot of pours. We did. We got to try the new 10-year anniversary. Yep. Uh what else did we we tried the uh the oh the, the two islands. The two islands, yeah. That's, and the Amberana. The Amberana, yeah. And uh they, oh, they had a festival only uh, single yes. barrel rye that we tried. Yes, they did. We found the hidden bar barrel. Yeah, so yeah, that was, that really was cool. amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. And the uh, the blending room where it was, I guess it's kind of like their their laboratory of sorts, yep. where it's just bottles and bottles of all the different types of uh, stuff they mix together to make yes. their product. It was incredible. Yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. Yeah, and I uh, had a really good uh, good talk with a, a guy that works up there in the blending tanks. Mm-hmm. Learn more about their process. Yes. But yeah, that that Amberana was fantastic. Yeah, it was. That's one of the better ones I've had. That that is, mm-hmm. and then uh, that two islands was really interesting. Yeah, it was what scotch, scotch and, and rum, rum finish. Yeah, I yeah, think? yes. That was uh, that was really good. Much better than I anticipated it being. Yeah, based too. on the description. Me too. I don't. Know, I'm I'm still not crazy about their rise. The, okay. Uh, I mean, that's just me. That's just a me thing. I know there mm-hmm. are a lot of people like their rise, but I wasn't crazy about the festival rye release. Yeah, the ten year anniversary was good. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a little oaky for my my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we also tried the the new Founders, which is the five year oh, yes. th- their new shelf product. Right, that's going to be like fifty bucks. Yes, and that that was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they also had the 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 batch thirty five for pouring, and, yes. and we already had that we on had the that. show. That's yep. that's really really good. Mm-hmm. And then from there we went to Blue Run. We did. We did a Blue Run event. Yeah, it was a pool party. Yes, and that was fun. We did not wear our blue swimsuits, but we. Did yeah. sit out by the pool and drink Blue Run, and we did get to hang out with uh, was it Trey? Trey, yeah, had a good time with him. Got, got to meet Take and hang out with him. Yes, for a bit. yes, which hopefully Take will be on here soon with us. Yeah, and uh, he he was doing a single barrel pick, he was. and that was an amazing, really, pick. really good. Pick. Is it a nine year Heaven Hill? Nine or twelve? Yeah, it was yeah. an older Heaven Hill. It was high proof. It was that might have been one of the best things I had all weekend. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was fun, and then we left there, went to the went to check in at our. Beautiful accommodations at the Best Western. Yes. And then walked over to the Bourbon Festival and uh, got our wristbands. And actually, we got in early on Thursday night, which was awesome. Had a great time. Uh, let's see. What are we? Let's see. You know what things that stood out to me? The three chord. 
Yeah. I thought it was really good. That That's one of the things I remembered from that night. That three chord, the, the cast strength honey. Yeah. That was awesome. Yep. That was that. really good. Uh, we got to meet the guys from uh, Bourbon Pursuit. Yes, we did. Yeah, the, that was fun. Really cool guys. Uh, great bourbon. I mean, I've, I've been a fan of Pursuit uh, United for a long time, mm-hmm. both the bourbon and the rye. But I think we tried their wood finishing that night. Mm-hmm. And both of those are fantastic. Yeah. Um, RD1. Yeah, RD1. Yeah, I had a good time with them. Yeah. That uh, Amberana finish was awesome. Yes. That's probably the best Amberana finish that I've had, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they also had a maple. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. That was a really good maple. Yeah. Hung out with the uh, at Penelope for a little bit. Got to try yes. several of their products. They we had the, uh, the the toasted bourbon, the toasted mm-hmm. rye. The was it a barrel select nine year yep, barrel select? There was, yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, man, they had what Nulu was there. Nulu, yep, um, old Louisville. Yes, uh, they had some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, Hemingway. Yes, we got to try the new batch too. Yeah, of the Hemingway ride. Try some Hemingway. Yeah, yep. that was awesome. Yep, that was really good. Um, yeah, there was. I mean, there was so much to try there. We yes. we, we we honestly couldn't get to it all. No, we could not uh, for for good reason. But <laughs> yeah, and this is just day one, folks. Yeah, uh, just night one. Yeah, just yeah. night one. But uh, but that was a that was a trip, and then we went to the uh, the Broken Barrel party. Yes, we did. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, hanging out with Seth. Seth yep. Yeah. Yep. Had him on the show a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. and uh, threw a great party. Uh, everyone got to try to break a barrel. Yes. With an ax. And a friend of ours, I think almost broke it. So yeah, that's true. He yeah. did. Found a great place for a late yeah, night, late man. night dinner. That place was awesome. <laughs> that was great. And then uh, early to bed. Yeah. Really early to rise. Yes, it, it was an early day. We, we'll, we'll talk about that, but before we uh, before we go, we should get to the uh, the audio we captured. We've got a yeah. lot of lot of audio that Mead Man captured and edited together. So join us on this uh, part one of our trip to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Yes. All right. So guys, we just finished up at Barrel Bourbon and their brand new blending facility. And let me tell you, it's awesome. It's clean, pristine. Excited to see what comes out of this facility. Yeah. Got to try some cool new stuff. We had the uh, the new Amberana. We had the new uh, 10th anniversary bourbon. Yeah, the Two Islands, the which is a combination twi- yeah. of scotch and rum, I believe. Which was actually pretty good. Yeah. And uh, what else did we We had the, there's a festival only release that they had. It was a, a rye. Right. That's only going to be available at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. And then a couple of re- the releases that you heard on our last barrel episode, I think it was batch 35. 35 and number. The rye four. And the rye four. Yeah. That's correct. So now we're on our way to Blue Run to hang out with those folks and try some Blue Run products. What's up, man? Pleasure to meet you guys. Text on Mike. I'm sad he couldn't be here. Yeah, he told me you were going to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down in Florida for some, some course and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. We've had Mike on a few times. Right on. Hung out with him in LA. Tell me the name of your show. Whiskey and Rock. Oh, I knew that. So you you tagged us on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. So That's yeah, me. Yeah, this is very cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's a cool venue, man. This used to be a disco ball factory. Like oh, yeah, Wait, did you say a the disco lobby. ball factory? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like one of the biggest in the world. And so this building used to be the factory and they closed it down. These used to be dust collectors. So they were telling me like when they opened them up to like cap them and stuff like that, like glitter fell everywhere. It was funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, across the way now, the, the disco factory is over there. Oh, wow. so, uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. And The demand cool. is still still hot Dude, somewhere somehow Heck somebody's yeah. rocking disco balls wall to wall i actually wish they had some here like, kind of yeah right i feel like just even just one on the uh in homage look at this guy that's what i'm talking about legs out 
that, man. Saw your thighs from the street, man. He's ready to go. <laughs> I'm jealous of that. It's my buddy Daniel. Yeah. So you, where do you live? Are you? Uh, I'm, uh, Charlotte is home, but oh, okay. I'm here at least a week a month. Yeah. Okay. okay. It just depends on how I go home. Where's the new distillery going to be? Georgetown. Okay. So yeah, 70 miles east yeah. of here. Okay. Yeah, north of Lexington. When's that going to open? So we break ground in October. Okay. Um, next month. So I have meetings with engineers last night and, uh, and then today, yeah. So. And so explain what you guys got going on in front of you here. So this is pretty cool, man. Um, for me, I'm obviously biased. So uh, I launched a program called Chosen earlier this year. Effectively, it's an independent bottler under Blue Run. Um, these barrels get used for this program exclusively, a lot of which are barrels that I, you know, owned and sold to the brand in exchange for equity. And um, the goal here was to make, like you go to a barrel at another distillery, and, I, and I've done hundreds of them, uh, but generally you go through one mash bill, and the only variance is like these barrels might have been, you know, within 12 months apart, or, you know, one touched, you, you, they, weren't, they were sister barrels. Um, what my goal was was to put extremely unique whiskey profiles in somebody in front of somebody and so that we leaned in and created a bit more variability um, and so he's tasting different whiskeys the minimum age here seven and a half years old the oldest whiskey it'll be double digits when it's bottled um, range of proofs over 20 percent difference in proof point and yeah it's just it's it's an opportunity to select the whiskey that really leans into what you're aiming for um, versus feel like you're forced into one way or not. Like, we'll, if he doesn't like it, we'll taste through all those samples until we find something he likes. And if he walks away from this and says, nope, none of those are worth my time or money, then we'll find other samples or we just don't do a barrel. No harm, no foul. This is exclusively for supporters of the brand that uh, see the vision of the brand and want to participate in a part of that. Another cool thing, I don't know if you've seen our bottles, but one thing that you got to do is being a part of the program is choose the design of your bottle. So butterfly color, label colors, text, all that stuff this year combination of any colors um it's going to be even more wild next year we've got some some like screen printing stuff that we're working on so like if you want to put your face on the butterfly we might be able to make that happen so um yeah get vipers on a butterfly come on now that sounds like that sounds like a money move right so we're working on that um we're, we're testing that we're also testing like this this is the place where we test stuff for larger scale right if i can do it with one barrel maybe i can do it with a blend um and so we'll see what happens so far so good What's the significance of the butterfly? So it's a couple different things. One, um, it's Omaha, it's the Kentucky State butterfly. It's the Viceroy. Uh, two, like, we didn't want to pretend to be a legacy brand, like, because we're not. And a lot of brands come out and like, oh, this is my grandfather's recipe. Like, the oldest thing we got is Jim Rutledge, right? And that's a big deal, but it's also like that gym while he's at Four Roses. It's a, it's a post-retirement gym, which his focus right now is different than it was when he was at Four Roses or anywhere else. And so uh, we, I always say we would not be here if it wasn't for the Caterpillars, the legacy brands. Like we, have, we are what the industry is evolving to or metamorphosized into and uh, want to be as inclusive and representative of that as possible. So That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's one of those things where it's like uh, agnostic enough not to be feminine or masculine. Right. We can do a lot of different things with the finish. It's a great palette for a lot of different things. Um, so, yeah, it just worked out well. That's awesome. Yeah. Blue Run, a lot of people ask that. So you've all drank Elijah Craig at some point in your life. He was a Baptist pastor at a church in Georgetown, Georgetown, Kentucky, called Blue Run Baptist Church. The reason it was called Blue Run Baptist Church is because behind that property, there was a stream. He wasn't the first pastor there, but he was one down the lineage. There's a stream that come off of, came off of a spring called the Royal Spring that was shallow and a hard limestone bedding. So imagine going to like the mountains and seeing like a sloped waterfall, which you can slide down. There's one in Grandfather Mountain near North Carolina I live but it's, it's, it's level. So kids would swim in it, they call it the blue run because the limestone 
when it was wet, sun hit it, it looked bluish compared to the rest of the, the spring. And so, um, so that's, we're paying homage there. Jesse, one of our founders, Jesse McKnight, is from, born and raised in Georgetown. Him and another, uh, his brother, John, who heads up our operations here in Kentucky, they used to swim in that spring. And so it's, uh, it's just homage to Kentucky without being like, hey, we're Kentucky's finest bourbon, because we're not yet. You know, maybe one day, and we're realistic about that. We're investing, which is why our bottles cost what they cost, and we're working hard to build a distillery and do a bunch of other things so that, yeah, maybe one day we are the legacy craft band. Like, I don't know if we'll ever get to a scale of being like, hey, we just put down our 10 millionth barrel. I don't know. Um, that, that candidly isn't our goal with this particular brand. Um, is Jim Rutledge doing all your stuff, or are you sourcing? So, or? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. So okay. we're making whiskey with Oversight of Jim. Um, we bought barrels that Jim distilled before we existed. Um, and then Jim has served as our liquid advisor, helping us source barrels of, of, of acceptable quality based on his, his QC, Peggy No, uh, Shaylin Gammon, myself. So okay. I got attached to the brand from a, a sensory standpoint, consumer sensory. And, um, and you know, we just, like I said, we, I'm a realist. I drink a lot of whiskey. Our whiskey's good. It's going to be great. You know, we're really honing in on like what makes sense for us as a brand. What makes sense for us longevity with consumers like the you know this is this is breaking news and it seems like you're recording but it's okay so i mean our, our minimum age statement is going to be eight years going forward and, oh, and, wow. and okay, in the very near future so you're starting to see our prices come down and our age statements go up we just released trifecta six eight nine year blend retail 160 in comparison to like we were putting out five six year old whiskey at 199 like you know we're, we're aiming away from that the reason our these barrels cost what they cost is because it's older whiskey and a smaller quantity so you know if anything about ordering anything the more you order the less per unit you pay all of these components for this product are individualized to the consumer and so we're not you know we're not getting the benefits there as much and so so, so you asked one question I gave you a bunch of answers yeah. so would you say that you've kind of honed in on what your identity is then as a brand we've got some solid ideas some strong foundations we're two and a half years old yeah you know um, and candidly the the growth has not sort of been a distraction but it's had it's readjusted our focus like we didn't plan to sell for 10 years. We never planned to have a distillery. We started the year with 11 people working for the brand. We now have 35. And because we've had to scale operations and compliance and all that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that go into it that hell, most consumers don't know. And it's hard to know until you get into the business in that capacity um, that you need. And so I think we're, we're still figuring that out. We've got some really strong ideas now that we've got you know, our core skew. I mean, we've got 15,000 barrels of whiskey right now. That helps. You know what you're gonna be based on what you have. But yeah, like I said, we're gonna aim to have an eight year minimum age statement, um, top our price out on our, our core SKUs around $90, which I think is, you know, for an eight year product in today's market with the bottle yeah. that we have, you know, LTOs will be variables of that. Packaging plays a big factor into it, stuff like that. But um, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're aiming hard. Now we've got some other, now, and now we have commodity brands to share the wealth, right? We've got Barman and Five Trail, which are $35 well product, 45, you know, $50 blending product. It's going to be a single malt moving forward versus its confused identity of like, hey, am I a Kentucky bourbon? I'm, am I American single malt? Well, right now it's not a great of either. And so we're going to, we're going to leverage that to be, okay, like we're going to have a quality American single malt brand, a quality, you know, on-premise brand, and then a very consumer centric. Um, our, our goal is actually to scale back on the blue run side. We've had to do scale to pay for the bills. Now that we have our fireballs and Buffalo traces in the grand scheme of things, like we can afford to scale back on our BTAC. So that's the goal. Yeah, we were just at the blue run party, their pool party. Yes. 
We were able to sample uh, several of their offerings. Reflection One, Emerald Castorine. They had a, yeah, and what else did they have? They had a couple others. They had a cocktail, which was Cocktail, yeah, oh, in the, high, in the high rye. Yes. Yeah. All very good. Blue Run's Fred's of the Pod. Yes. Now oh. we're headed to, uh, to Bardstown, Bardstown to hang out with, uh, do a little dinner and hang out with our friends at Broken Barrel. These are the bourbon pursuit guys. Hey, how's it going? Good, how you doing? Nice to meet you guys. Yeah. You want to do some sampling? Look at some of the wood finishing. Yeah. Perfect. So you know about the brand a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, don't need the story. You just We're good. want to sample. How about we do the toasted finished bourbon first? Ready to go? Mm -hmm. Ready to go? We're walking. Oh, hang on for dear life. So this is our regular blend, but okay. with toasted French and American oak cubes. Okay. So Ryan. One more, maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. I hang in the background here. That's Thank all right. You. You're good. Toasted French and American oak cubes. He steeps those. He found it tastes better if he does it separately and then re-blends it back together again. They're in there. This batch was in there for about two weeks or so, maybe just a little over, and it parts a nice creaminess to it, to the bourbon. Same as our flagship bourbon, the three-state blend, Kentucky, Tennessee, and New okay. York. Kentucky's Bardstown, Tennessee mm -hmm. Distilling Group on the Tennessee side. Yep. And Finger Lakes from New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Finger Lakes got a little winter wheat in it. So we got a little fruitiness there. Yeah. A rye spice here and a lot of corn there. So what do you think of that one? That's good. And then on the Oak Collection side, this is a sherry finished rye. But if you want to stay with the bourbon, this is the blend he created for the event. Like this is one that's just gotten to. Ever it's at Evergreen down the street. Yeah, it's the only one we can't sell here because it like literally just happened. Okay. So, but two blocks down, you can get this one. Everything else we can sell here. So, All right. So I think it's better. Yeah, let's do that bourbon one. Bourbon and then yeah. save the rye yeah. for last. Let's do it. So there's that yeah. one. So he created a unique blend for this one, and then he rebarreled it in a used. Kelvin barrel that held our liquid to start with. Oh, okay. so we just put it right back into one, and I think it brings out like the the, the wood notes come through, like the wood the, the spice of the oak a little bit to make yeah. it different from the from the rest of our products. And so we're just rolling that out. This is bar first barrel that he did. Okay. Evergreen bought the second, and that program is now okay. So like people, so this is a single barrel. So people can do it. Yes. Okay. It's, it's our version of it's a barrel select because we're blending. Right. You know, right. So it's, yeah. Okay. So it's like yeah, but this is a single barrel select program that people can get involved with if people yeah. want to. Retailers and stuff want to get involved with that. They can come in. He's got some unique blends and yeah. you can sample them, pick one, and bottle it okay. up. I think we're still working through exactly how that's going to work, but we've got our warehouse now, so we yeah. have a place that people can bring people and come and do it. Awesome. And they have the podcast studio upstairs. That we're planning to open a... Um, Visitor Center about this time next year in on Whiskey Row, okay. and we'll have a blasting podcast studio, a classroom, oh, nice. tasting, uh, speakeasy, oh, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right down by the Louisville Slugger Museum by yeah, Mick yeah. Durson. Oh, yeah. yeah, down yeah, there. We were just down there. Yeah, we're just down there. We're gonna be there next year. Very cool. Okay. One of those historic buildings. A, a developer's put an Airbnb on the top two floors. And we're gonna have the first floor in the basement. Three chord. Oh. Hey guys. Hey. We hear rumors of a honey that we need to try. Oh, good. Yes. The rumors are true. All right. Yes. Do you know much about it? Can I, can I tell you about Please it? Please do. Oh, That'd be awesome. All right. Because I love to hear a long Thank story, you. don't you? <laughs> so this is a blend of 
five and six-year-old Indiana bourbon. The five-year-old has 36% um, rye, so it's a hot, that one's a high rye. And we blend it with an eight-year-old Kentucky corn whiskey. Oh, wow. And then after we blend it with that, we put it into a toasted barrel for three months. Okay. And then we put that into a barrel that had honey from it, honey in it, for a month. And, the and that barrel came from an Arkansas honey farm. Those are all my favorite things. Yeah, this is all these things. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The corn really, I mean, it's really, really, it's really, it's really, it's really nicely, but the honey is really on the finish. It doesn't overpower the bourbon. You guys want to add a little drop of water in too, to really let it open up? Yeah, it, does, like it. it does open up a little bit. Not, we're not calling you whips or anything. We're no, just saying I'm it does Okay, open. if you say it's the best, well, I'll, I'll trust you. It does taste a little different. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. Tell me if that opens up for you. Mm, sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly less spicy. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Oh, yeah. Cheap bourbon buyer, but if it was something I really, really wanted, I'd probably go up to a hundred bucks. Yeah, but fifty dollars is exactly where I want to be for something like that. Something, something that you could drink every day and enjoy. Yeah. Yep. But something real special, you'd go up to hundred. Definitely. Yeah. So what? So what's your role? I'm the national brand ambassador for Penelope Bourbon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then. Uh, the guy in the white shirt behind you, yep. that's the master blender, Danny Polisi. Yep. I lost Penelope's dad. This is a char five heavy hundred proof. Okay. Here you go. Thank right you. Would you like a uh, toasted bourbon? I'll take that? a. I'll try the rye. I've had the bourbon. Okay. I love the bourbon. Which one did you have? Toasted bourbon. They come different. You try the bourbon first. Okay. This I'll try which one. It's free. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we're gonna do fry. Round, the next round. That's really good. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Bourbon's yeah. really good. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you what else we have. I think I like the bourbon better than the rye. I have the rye. Yeah. Get the rye. I think. Is this a rye? Maybe. Here's a rye. Uh, this is the newest architect. We're missing Everybody one rye. Missing one rye. One rye. The rye is really yeah. good, but I think I like the bourbon better. Bourbon's better. Yeah. Rye. There you go. Right here. Thank you. Just blend them, right? Yeah, blend them and shoot. Bourbon. I like the bourbon a lot better. I love just the rye, but the bourbon. So, what's you typically like? Like high proof, sweet, spicy? High proof, sweeter. Not, yeah. I like sweeter. You like sweeter? Yeah. Can I try something? Yeah. This is gonna be our nine-year private select, so those are like our premium barrels that we do. Okay. So this is the first time we're kind of starting to introduce Kentucky wheat into our products. Really? So the barrel strength that we for the red one. I love the barrel strength. That's the latest one. Back in sixteen, have you had it? Yeah. Yes. You have sixteen. Yeah. I'll do it. You do it. Yeah. And then I'll give you private select. Okay. Yeah, that's delicious. Is it right here? 
private select for you, my Thank you. On this mesh blend, it's in a half percent. It takes three different types of bourbons. Sorry, how many so was it? Three bourbons. No, what percentage? Uh, 85%. 85%, okay. So okay. the difference between oh, wow. like, the private select versus like your barrel strength is Danny tends to up the ante on the corn content when he's blending private select. Those are his okay. premium That's barrels. So with this one, we've got a 10-year Indiana juice well, and then two nine-years, one from Kentucky, one from Indiana. Okay. And then we blended it together. Wow. So depending on the juices that he's using on this one, for example, this is it's like a 44, 10-year so Indiana, 46, 9-year Indiana, and then I think the last one is like 10% Kentucky. That's really good. Can I try that one? Sure. That one's yeah. like that one? That's really good. You can do it. Thank you. Oh, no. I want you to really enjoy it Thank for what you. it is. Would you like to try the 9-year slip? I'm good. I'm working good? on this. Thank okay. you. That's, that's my ego. This is the bottle? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. It drinks a little hotter than the 109. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. That's really Because I did an event in Total Wines, Maryland. Not local places, but Total Yes. You're taking care of in Maryland. Yeah. Maryland's just a funny state. This is it. Yeah, that's good. This is really good. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, well, that was part one of our adventures in Bardstown with yeah. the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. It was fun reliving that. Yeah, we, yeah. that was a great time, good yeah. memories. And uh, stay tuned for, for our next episode where we'll uh, continue the adventure. Yeah, part and, uh, two next week. Yeah, see where that leads us. Come back, join us. Cheers. Cheers. It doesn't end here. For all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Mead Man and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to zoomcorp.com.